having a great week. This is day five of the 12 days of Christmas episodes and giveaways. Talk Bookish to Me is the podcast where readers gather to talk about books, share recommendations, and chase that five-star feeling. I'm your host, Gwen, and of course, Jesse is here too. We're ready for another round of Read It or Skip It. Hey, my name is Jessie, and I also have a YouTube channel called Reading with Jess, where I share vlogs and other bookish videos. You can also find me over on Instagram at readingwithjess underscore. The 12 Days of Christmas episodes and giveaways started December 25th and runs through Thursday, January 5th. Each morning, you can tune in to a new episode and enter for a chance to win. Prizes will be selected at random. You will win either a book from your wish list or an exclusive Talk Bookish to Me beanie. If you win the beanie, I will reach out to you for your mailing address. Every day is a new chance to win. The giveaways are open internationally. However, for international people entering, you will only be eligible for the book prize. Make sure you have your wish lists linked in your Instagram bio. Stay tuned to the end of the episode to find out more details. Before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to remind you to follow Talk Bookish to Me on Instagram. If you want to be eligible for any of the giveaways, that is a requirement. It's also a great time to join Patreon and become a night owl. It's $5 a month, but joining doubles your chances of winning. And more importantly, it's a great way to show your support for the podcast and gain loads of bonus content too. With so many new book releases each year, it's difficult deciding which one to buy or borrow, and if you get to them, who has time to read all of them? Certainly not us. So today we're weighing in with a Read It or Skip It for the Book of Cold Cases by Simone St. James. Read It or Skip It episodes are spoiler-free. There are many book reviews that help you decide if you're interested in a book. At the end, we'll share whether we think you should read it or skip it. Pretty simple. The Book of Cold Cases was released back in March, and many readers, including us, were excited about its release. The Book of Cold Cases follows Shay Collins, a receptionist and true crime blogger. In true Simone St. James fashion, there's two timelines, 1977 and 2017. In 1977, the town of Clare Lake, Oregon was shaken by the Lady Killer murders. Two men, seemingly random, were murdered with the same gun with strange notes left behind. Beth Greer was the perfect suspect. She was rich, eccentric 23-year-old woman seen fleeing the scene of one of the crimes. But she was acquitted and she retreated to the isolation of her mansion. In 2017, Shay meets Beth and asks to interview her for her true crime website, The Book of Cold Cases. To Shay's surprise, Beth says yes. They meet regularly at Beth's mansion, though Shay is never comfortable there. Items move when she's not looking, and she could have sworn she's seen a girl outside the window. The allure of learning the truth about the case with the smart, charming Beth is too much to resist, but even as they grow closer, Shay senses something isn't right. Is she making friends with a manipulative murderer, or is there other dangers lurking in the darkness of the Greer house? All right, let's get to it. What did you rate it? What were the highs and what were the lows? I am going to give it four stars, but there were a few moments where I felt like it was a three star, but if you look at the overall picture of it, it's going to land on a four star. 
I also had a hard time reading this one and exactly right. On Goodreads, I went with four stars initially, but I could see it sliding down to a three stars, but so far it's hanging on to that four star rating. I was very surprised that I enjoyed this book as much as I did. I've read The Broken Girls and The Sundown Motel by St. James, and they were just average three-star books for me. I really enjoyed Shay's character and her fascination with cold cases and true crime. I've also enjoyed reading about Beth and her backstory and her wealthy family and what her life was like growing up. I've also liked that the author brought up topics of being a woman at that time and like what the town thought of her and their assumptions of the murder cases. Yeah, this book has two parts and I have wonderful things to say about part one. Number one, the atmosphere. It was so creepy and I was interested in literally everything from the descriptions of the town and the house to the actual plot, the characters. It had haunted house vibes and like you said, the true crime elements, of course. Um, number two, I was actually invested to find out if Beth was the murderer everyone thought she was and if she was, how she got acquitted. And number three, the pacing was brilliant. I think it goes along with the plot, but I felt like bits of Beth's story were being revealed to me. Like I was the person interviewing her and piecing together the clues. Beth never came out and like said, you know, whatever. She kind of made Shay work for it. Luckily, Shay is well-versed in true crime and she is obsessed over this case. So she has like a good head on her shoulders and her mind is in the game. She wasn't just like flailing around trying to figure things out. And the last thing that I wanted to point out is that there was like no fluff, no pretense. The story was revealed layer by layer and I was just along for the ride. The only negative thing I will say about this book is the paranormal aspect. I know this is typically something that author likes to do, but for me and my mystery thrillers, that's not really something I really like in my thrillers. Um, also, I really wish I knew a little bit more of Shay's backstory. You do eventually get it, but I just wanted a little bit more. Just didn't feel like it was enough for me. I agree with you 100%. Like part two added another character to the story and the other element to the story. And it started drifting, drifting heavily towards the paranormal. And as a personal preference, much like you, that is not my thing. Um, I think if you do like paranormal stories, you'll probably enjoy this even more than I did. I didn't think it leaned enough into the supernatural enough for me to be believable. Do I believe in ghosts? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I do. But like I need, if I'm going to read about it, I want it to be convincing. Like I want you to prove to me that ghosts are real, you know? It felt unbalanced against the murder investigation. I felt like we were going the true crime route, you know? Um, and overall, I would have enjoyed it more with some sort of logical explanation. Simone St. James apparently though <laughs> really likes paranormal elements because of the three books I read, the same ones you've read now, um, all of them have that as like a definitive theme. Um, this one, this book is my favorite of the ones that I have read. Um, so that's good. That's a good sign. That's why I think it is like more of a four star than a three star because I did rate the other two three stars and I think this one is a little bit better. So four stars. Um, so comparison time. Sometimes comparisons between books help me decide 
whether or not I'm interested. Are there any other books you'd say if you like this book, then you might like the book of cold cases or vice versa if you've read the book of cold cases already and are looking for something similar? I actually have two. I think if you're looking for something with that paranormal aspect, especially like around centered around a home, I would recommend Home Before Dark by Riley Sager. Um, for like a short synopsis, it's about a woman returning to her childhood home where according to her father, it was haunted and he ended up writing a book about their time in this haunted house. Now he's passed away, leaving his daughter the house, and she tries to go back to truly find out what happened because she never really believed what her father wrote. Not only do you get chapters of the daughter's point of view, but you get chapters of the father's book. And what I love most about that is each point of view made me change my mind whether or not I thought this book was truly haunted. That's a good recommendation. Yeah, I, and it's one of my favorites too, especially by Riley Saker. Um, the other one I would recommend is if you're looking for a, a story about a woman who is trying to do some investigation work about like a crime that happened, I would recommend A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. It is a YA novel, but it's really good. It's a YA novel where we're following Pip and she's doing a senior project and she's decided to try to figure out what happened to the popular girl in her school that went, that was murdered by her boyfriend. That's another really good recommendation. Oh my gosh. So my recommendation, the plots are clearly very different, um, but I was struggling to think of something similar. Of course, you knocked it out of the park. But my first thought was The Haunting of Hill House by Shirley Jackson. Have I read the book? No, but I did watch the show and I really, really enjoyed the show. Um, so if you like creepy, ominous things happening, maybe check that one out. Another unread recommendation is Kill Creek by Scott Thomas. Um, I'll have both of those linked. I'll have all of the recommendations linked in the notes of today's show. Again, both of those have very different plots, but it has that like creepy house thing going for it. But I think Jesse's recommendations are better. <laughs> So <laughs> read it or skip it time. Do you recommend listeners read this one or skip it? I would say read it, especially if you like supernatural or paranormal things in your thrillers. I really enjoyed this one. And like you said, I think this is my favorite out of Simone St. James. Um, but I think you would really like it because I really was drawn to both characters, Shay and Beth. And I feel like this is a thriller that's going to stick with me for the rest of the year. I agree too. I think it's one that's going to stick with me too. I'm also going to vote read it. While I personally didn't like the supernatural elements, I still rated it four stars. That's huge. It does have some great conversations about the psychology of a killer, trauma, guilt, grief. So there's a lot to take in and ultimately I think it did a fine job. Now that we've weighed in, it's up to you to ultimately decide whether you want to read it or skip it. Gwen will be posting some polls on Instagram to find out your thoughts, so make sure you're following at Talk Bookish Podcast. If you've already read the book, let us know if you agree with us. Reminder, each day there will be a new winner during the 12 Days of Christmas episodes and giveaways. To enter to win today's giveaway for either a book or a beanie, book only prizes for international listeners, all you have to do is head over to Instagram and follow at TalkBookish Podcast and find the day number five post and leave a thoughtful comment. You'll automatically be entered to win. Patrons who enter have double the chance of winning, so consider becoming a night owl. The link is in the show notes. The giveaway is open for 48 hours and the winner will be announced on Instagram. We will be back tomorrow for some cozy book recommendations. Check the show notes for links for everything we discussed. 
Until next time, happy reading.